MoneyWeb at Midday for all your up-to-date stories. So six years ago, the Department of Agriculture, Land and Rural Reform commissioned a study to evaluate the socioeconomic impact of the restitution program. That is where land is concerned. Minister Toko Titiza yesterday delivered the findings of the report, which revealed that land dispossession not only has a devastating economic consequence, but has a fatal consequence um, for the dispossessed family unit. We speak to Bulelwa Mabasa. She's with Worksman's. Uh, she's the head of land reform there and a member of the Presidential Advisory Panel on Land Reform and the author of My Land Obsession. She joins us to take a look at this report. Thank you so much, ma'am, for your time this afternoon. What do we know about how the study was conducted? Well, we know that um, the study was conducted having taken into account a total of 2,664 households and uh, 3,378 individuals. Um, so, yeah, so, so and that it was actually commissioned um, in partnership with the South African Labor Development Research Unit at the University of Cape Town, as well as the International Initiative for Impact Evaluation, mm-hmm. um, which commenced in 2018. Essentially, what was the big idea? Well... Um, I mean, this is not uh, official in any way, but I think from my interactions with many other minds and um, leading voices in restitution, Mm. there was this thought and idea that restitution doesn't work, it's too difficult, it's difficult for land claimants to prove their rights to to land. And there was this debate informally whether or not restitution should be kind of... um, you know, uh, set aside in favor of redistribution, which does not uh, require that people prove their right to land. So that was kind of what was happening in the, um, you know, if you like, corridors of the think tanks around whether restitution is still uh, a worthy, uh, you know, kind of a process uh, to follow. But I think what we can see and glean from the study um, is that the it's, it's, you know the effects of land dispossession have not only affected you know economic pros- prosperity of the dispossessed, but that it's also disintegrated families that have been uh, forcibly removed, and that the big thing is looking at the psychological well-being and the hopelessness of those dispossessed persons and their descendants in the context of land justice, um, and and really I think for me. The the, the 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 important thing uh, as an outcome is that uh, the study says that the dispossession of these communities and 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 people that have been dispossessed has also resulted in cognitive um, uh, you know the, the cognitive capa- uh, capabilities and decision making abilities being diminished because it is so because of such a psychological warfare. Or what dispossession does, not only to, you know, the economic well-being, but also to the psychological well-being of, of, of these families. So I think the upshot of it is how important restitution is within the, um, the, uh, the, the, the context of, of, of land reform. And how is it going, right? Because the Restitution of Land Rights Act of 1994 is among the first laws that were passed by this democratically elected government in 2024, 30 years later. Uh, how would you assess it? How have we done? How are we faring, given the consequences so you've highlighted? It, so let me put it to you into context. The first 
land claim matter that I came across as an attorney in practice um, came across my desk in 2006. We are sitting now in 2024 where we are still, uh, you know, having this land claim that I was, you know, that I interacted with early on in my career that still has not been concluded. And that is not one of uh, one of them. Hmm. What the what the minister has told us that since the inception of the land restitution program, 83,077 claims have been settled, you know, between 1995 and 2023. We are told that this is 94% of all those claims. But when you look into practice and you look at real people beyond the statistics, many of the land claims that we are dealing with are far from being concluded. Some of them have just, you know, kind of not, not yet mm. even been investigated. We see a lot of, a lot of them that are not, no longer traceable. So one, uh, you know, it begs the question of uh, as, as to whether or not the statistics around 94% of them being concluded, um, does it include those that have that are not been traced, that are not traceable, that kind of uh, disappear off the system? Does mm-hmm. it include those that um, include many, many disputes? So in other words, once the land has been given or financial compensation has been given, we know the many disputes that happen within communal property association post being given the land. So, you know, it, it raises questions around whether or not we should take comfort in a statistic that says 94% of them have been concluded in the light of what I've just described. And that's just it, 94% of what? Is there an inventory that tells us that we've got, well, the cases of dispossession, mm. there's 10, and we have dealt mm. with five, and we've got three to go? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. 94% yeah. of what? What are we working on? Do we have an inventory? Yeah. So if you recall, when President Zuma tried to amend this legislation in 2014, which was also to extend the deadline for the submission of claims, that amendment also made provision for a land register that would be public, that would that would be accessible, that would tell the public this has been the land that has been um, claimed, this is the land that has been um, given, and has been given to so-and-so. Unfortunately, that 2014, uh, 2014 amendment was subsequently struck down by the Constitutional Court mm-hmm. as having been invalid and unlawful because um, proper procedures weren't followed. So we still don't have a register or, an, an, or some kind of a audit or publicly available information that will tell the public um, you know, what status a land claim has, except the only thing, or the only thing that we have is that once a land claim has been investigated and it's kind of preliminary or prima facie valid, we see it in the government gazette. But the government gazettes are not going to tell us of those claims that have mm. been submitted but have not yet been investigated. So that's still a big lacuna mm. in, 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 our, in, our, in our law that um, it does not give any certainty to the public or landowners or even land claimants in mm. terms of who has, given, who has submitted a land claim where. We still right. don't have a system that is reliable, that is transparent. Bulelo, thank you so much for your contribution this afternoon. Bulelo Mabasa is Worksman's Head of Land Reform, a member of the Presidential Advisory Panel on Land Reform and the author of My Land Obsession. Thank you.